So, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Easy Conversations. Thanks a lot to everyone who listened to the last episode featuring our Dark Knight debate. Matt, it was super fun going back and forth with you. Points for and against the Dark Knight. And then, of course, getting to some Batman analysis. I hope you've all had the chance to go see it. If not, go spend some nice three hours in the cinema. It's definitely worth it. So now for episode 83 of Easy Conversations. I'm extremely excited, of course, to be back in the studio virtually with the homie Matt. So it's up to the people. What's going on, everybody? Hope everyone's having a great time right now. Um, I really enjoyed last episode, Eric, and made me want to go see the movie again the next night, and I almost did, actually. Uh, now, for this episode, again, something like, I guess this is like, our episodes in the 80s are all going to be like different uh, stuff we're trying that's new, and uh, without further ado, Eric, why don't you tell everyone what we're doing tonight? Yeah, we're doing something different again. Like you said, I was going to say that too. The 80s have been the funky, funky decade for us, just trying some new things out. So I'm really pumped to do this with you, Matt. We're going to be doing a kind of, we started off talking about an idea of doing like our top five favorite actors and actresses list. And then that evolved into us drafting actors and actresses to do like a fantasy cast for a movie, which would result in us each picking five actors and five actresses so that's what we're going to do in this episode we've got a list in front of us draft picks ranked in order and of preference of who we want to cast in our movie and we're going to be comparing our list at the end of the episode there and see like who had the best cast and just so we're not just picking 10 actors and actresses we kind of came up with a little setting for our movie so the premise of the movie will be that we're drafting two actors so this could either be A male actor, a female actor, two female actors, two male actors, doesn't matter. Those two characters are embarking on a somewhat of a cross-country road trip with various pit stops along the way, all with the ultimate goal of meeting up with another character at the end of the movie. And then that character will be specifically named when we draft our actors and actresses. So there's those three characters that are kind of defined. The other seven are just dispersed wherever we want them in the movie but we might not necessarily assign a specific role to each of them but that's just how we're kind of structuring it so we have two leads and then one presumably big name actor well they're all going to be big name actors but you kind of want to assign a role to that final boss if you will as that last actor so i hope that made sense (laughs) and when we go through our picks we're kind of going to be saying okay i'm drafting Jesse Plemons as the final boss. I'm just throwing that name out there. I mean, hopefully I didn't give you any inspiration. But so we'll just be giving them roles, but the other seven will be like, it's up for grabs, wild card. Well, you can do whatever you want with them. That'll be the most variety, Eric. I'm excited for like the, the supporting cast, basically. Exactly. It's going to be, it's going to be interesting. Big time. Um, And you need a lot of those, like Jesse Plemons style. That's actually a great name. I wasn't even considering him, but now uh, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. For the draft, we'll basically be alternating picks one after the other. No snake draft like we've done in the past where we have the first person pick and then the second person goes and then they pick again. We'll basically be going one back and forth. So to determine who gets the first, the very important first overall pick, we'll be doing a live on-air winner-take-all rock-paper-scissors. So we go on rock-paper-scissors. On scissors, we share our chosen symbol. Good? Okay. Rock, paper, scissors. All right, so I've chosen the rock, and Matt went with the scissors. Rock never loses, so I'll be picking (laughs) first. And uh, I've already got the pick is already in, folks. So I'm going to be kicking us off with 
the um, it actress nowadays, and she's only going to keep getting bigger. I'm going with Zendaya first uh, overall. No. <laughs> that throws a wrench in my plans. Good pick, Eric. Thank you. I just want to elaborate also on why I picked her, because now we just finished watching Euphoria. Ah. Absolutely outstanding acting by Zendaya. She's a lock for Emmys as long as the show goes along. She'll always win an Emmy. Strongly recommend the show. And yeah, she's now going to have a more prominent role in the next Dune movie. She has like a massive social media following too, I believe that. And she just to be clear, she's one of the lead actresses in my movie, obviously first overall. She's in the car. She might be she might be driving. We'll see how how it shakes mm-hmm. out there, but she's in the car lead actress Zendaya. Um f- great pick, Eric. Um she was going to be one of my main characters. I'm just going to say that right now. <laughs> I've been watching Euphoria season 2 as well. She's great in the Spider-Man movies. She's in that like indie drama on uh, Netflix with John David Washington. Oh. And no, she's great pick, Eric. I don't know if she would have been my first overall, but like I was going to pick her second. Uh, yeah, interesting. Okay, well, it changes my plans a tiny bit, but I can I can improvise on the spot. <laughs> okay, so my main character in this movie, one of my favorite actors of all time. This man can do no wrong. He's gonna be one of the two main. He's gonna be my my main actor in this film, and it's Denzel Washington. Mm, okay, nice pick. I've everything I I've seen him and I love. Um, I mean, Training Day, The Hurricane, uh, Glory. The Equalizer. I mean, I can go on and on. Like he, Denzel is a phenomenal actor, and still to this day, phenomenal. Like he had the Macbeth movie come out last year, so Denzel's gonna like anchor my movie, and um, yeah, main character. Okay, I like that. For my next pick, also gotta be going with my next lead as well. I debated whether I wanted this to be two girls in the car driving around the states, or do I want this to be a couple? I'm going to go with a couple vibes and also going to be banking in on one of the very it actors of our um, decade, if you will. And I'm going to be snagging Robert Pattinson as my oh. main, my lead opposite of Zendaya. I also wanted someone who could kind of look a little older than Zendaya because she definitely does look young, but isn't too out of range from her either. Like Robert Pattinson looks very young in the Batman movie that we just talked about last episode. I see that there could be some good chemistry there. Both hot actors and actresses right now cashing in on that. Rob Pat, second overall, third overall pick, I guess. But second pick for me. Great, great, great pick, Eric. I was just reading about him, up on him actually before the pot, before we started recording, reading about the Batman and, how he's actually signed on for a couple more Batman movies. Mm-hmm. And I was just thinking, like, he's going to be one of those actors that does the popular stuff and then movies like Good Time or, like, indie movies where he's can actually showcase more talent and, like, just acting capability. And he's so versatile, in my opinion. Because, like, someone to do the Twilight movies and then go on to have a career after, like, I think only him and Kristen Stewart have mm-hmm. emerged from those movies as, like, they can do... They've shown they can do more. And Robert Pattinson... In good time, Eric. I don't know, how many times have we talked about that movie? It's oh, so good. Great, great, great choice Thank for a couple. You. Just yeah. want to add, like all of his newer performance have eclipsed, no pun intended, all of his his previous <laughs> his previous performances. And I feel like talking about like typecasting him as the Twilight guy, like cannot be said anymore. Like he's far beyond those oh, the yeah. Twilight days, and his range has been 
not unprecedented yeah. there, but very like impressive in the last few years. Like another yeah. movie was The Lighthouse that he was extremely yep. strong oh. in, and that was a super weird movie. So he just showed like all of he all that he's capable of, and I think in this movie he could also have some good comedic chops acting with. And also, just want to comment on Zendaya; she's also hilarious in Euphoria. So I also see her bringing good humor into the fold, which, as you all know, is very important for me in movies. And this, of course, would be a drama, but um, good humor from both of them. Yeah, he also had a couple of funny little moments in the Batman. He wasn't Absolutely. hilarious; like he was no Christian Bale, Bruce Wayne, but still pretty funny. True. Yeah, definitely a new moon for uh, Robert Pattinson. Hey, let's go. <laughs> and nice. uh, yeah, the lighthouse. How can we forget the lighthouse? Maybe, maybe more on the lighthouse later. Oh, spoiler alert. Um, but okay, so Zendaya, the Zendaya snags changes my plans a little, but that's okay. I improvise. Now, my lead actress that's going to be um, playing opposite Denzel Washington is going to be none other. And she's going to be his wife in this movie. And before I reveal who it is, this movie is going to be like a, a road trip of self-discovery and rekindling a relationship of that has been like, they've been getting astray for years, right? And this is the road trip to like bring them back together and like discover why they like were together in the first place. Okay. And like maybe bickering along the way too. But uh, the actress I'm casting, I love this actress. She's been great in everything I've seen her in. It's actually Kate Blanchett. Oh. Um, definitely like, same age group as Denzel, a little younger, obviously, but it could that's still realistic uh, age group. And uh, no, she's just like she does popular stuff like Thor Ragnarok, and then she'll do like indie dramas like uh, Woody Allen's Blue Jasmine, or you know she's in a bunch of Wes Anderson movies. Um, Kate Blanchett, I love her. She was in The Aviator with Leo DiCaprio. She's great in that. Um, always a stellar performance from her. I love that. Well, we both both of our leads kind of are in different age brackets as <laughs> right. well like you went for the little older a little older and i went for more like kind of up and coming and younger actors really i see that fit perfectly like denzel and yeah. kate blanchette two phenomenal yeah. actors like that could work as them both like trying to rekindle their marriage and mm -hmm. actually now that you said that like that kind of inspired me because i didn't necessarily have a specific idea in mind i kind of did have like a few themes that I wanted to explore and mine would be just to mirror yours a little bit there Zendaya and Rob Pat are engaged and going okay. through the country to meet up with Zendaya's father in the end like that's the end game to get nice. his approval that's kind of the journey we're going on to get her father's like approval before they wed I like it and just quickly Eric I don't have a super like I don't have like the full story casted, but I'm like I'm I'm thinking on the spot like same here. Like I had to change it up. Zendaya was gonna be Denzel's daughter. Nice. That's yeah. that was my thing. Yeah, you can see that for sure. Yeah, but uh, no, you're off to a great start. I think because you got like more the you got more like the what's in right now, like what most people are gonna recognize. Although Denzel and Kate, like I mean Denzel, everyone knows Denzel for sure. So kind of going off that theme, and that's not gonna be my um my logic behind drafting all these actors and actresses there, but I'm definitely going to mm -hmm. still cash in with the, the hot actors right now. And my next pick will be none other than Florence Pugh. Ooh, I so love it. Snagging her from what I've seen her in. She's a phenomenal actress up and coming going to be, I think a big star in the MCU as Yelena, the new black widow. Yeah. She's taken that mantle on perfectly from Scarlett Johansson whom we may or may not hear her name be called later in this episode. Who knows? <laughs> but she's 
an amazing actress. I really just want to see more of her down the road. And like, she's going to be in a movie. I forget the name with Harry Styles later this year, but I think that's a pretty highly anticipated movie directed by Olivia Wilde. There was a trailer that was released not too long ago and it looked really funky, like uh, kind of some thriller and almost even some horror movie vibes to it. And I know you've seen her in more stuff, Matt. I'm a big fan. And again, cashing in on the young um, up and coming actors and actresses. So Florence Pugh, my third pick. Oh, I love it. I didn't even, I kind of forgot about her, Eric, but like her performance in Midsommar, it's a horror movie. Yes, but like that's her best performance in my opinion. But then you got Little Women and Fighting with the Family, and oh, she's she's gonna be she's already amazing in my opinion, and she's just gonna be one of those actresses you see every year in a big movie. Mm-hmm. So actually, just she's on the great. spot now, I just thought of this, and not that we'd really need to do this for every character there, but in the movie, <laughs> Florence Pugh is gonna be a character that Robert Pattinson and Zendaya meet up with at a bar in Waco, Texas, let's say, and. She begins to be kind of flirtatious with Robert Pattinson. It kind of creates some uncomfortable friction between Zendaya and Robert Pattinson. Like, uh, like okay, like we're about to get married. Now you're giving this girl a lot of attention. It does lead to eventually something more. We don't want her to just be some girl at a bar. They're like, Florence Pugh, you got to put more respect on her name than that. But I'm just saying she becomes a character that kind of ca- like brings some issues and re- makes old issues of perhaps infidelity resurface to the table in the movie. Anyways, just thought of that on the spot. I like throw that. that in there. I like that. Oh, I can't believe I didn't think of her. I, I also have some young actresses I wrote down, but I didn't hurt. She didn't pop in my head. Uh, I'm kind of kicking myself for that. <laughs> my first, uh, it's like, who do I pick? Cause I don't want you to steal any of my actors again. Hmm. All right. I'm going to go with, uh, Another one of my favorite actors, not like my, not in my personal favorites, but like he would crack my top 30 probably. I don't know why I even said that. (laughs) They're all my favorite actors, but like Idris Elba. I'm casting Idris Elba or Idris Elba. Dealer's choice. Yeah. I absolutely love him. Okay. Like from the get go, when he was younger, he was in the TV show, The Wire. He's, uh, plays one of the gangsters he's freaking he's a gem like he's amazing and then like he went on to have like a big movie career did some british tv too as a police detective called luther amazing show i don't think i need to explain why idris alba is amazing he can do popular movies and smaller like indie ones too um he's gonna be cast he's uh, denzel's um, brother in the movie actually and he's kind of like the character that as they're about to depart on the road trip He's going to be talking to Idris like, is this a good idea? And like, basically, like, he's going to get counseled by his brother at the beginning before they are about to depart. Love so, that pick. Idris. Love. Yeah. I'll say, I say Idris Elba, but Idris, Idris. I'm sure is also correct there. But no, I'm a big fan of his. Like, the first thing that comes to mind for me is The Office because he, he has like a kind of a minor <laughs> role, no pun intended, as Charles Minor. He's great in there. Like, just some. I love the dynamic he has with Jim, just not a fan of his at all and just undermines everything he does, puts no respect on his name. He's hilarious in that. And I've seen him in a bunch of movies too. Like another movie, probably the last one I saw him in was uh, Hobbs and Shaw, which I actually Mm -hmm. loved him as the villain in that movie. Only seen it the one time. Wonder how it re-ages with multiple viewings, but he's a fantastic actor. People are probably screaming at the at their earphones listening to me talk about Idris Elba and only mention like Hobbs and Shaw in the office. He's done way more than that, but that's what I'm thinking about on the spot. 
Great pick. I didn't have him actually on the name of actors I've listed, but no, that's a great pick. Now, there, there's a few directions I could go in here. Like, I'm, There's some names I really want, but then I'm thinking I could probably get them a little later, so I'll hold off. I'm going to go with a bit of an, I guess, older actor. He's in his 40s there, but so much experience, extremely versatile, kind of in the, well, definitely a step up on Robert Pattinson, I would say. Has a is well established in Hollywood. Has been acting since he's a kid. Without further ado, my fourth overall pick will be Jake Gyllenhaal. Ooh. Range at its finest. I don't even have a character for him yet. He's gonna show up on set and be like, "This is what I'm doing in this movie." I'll be like, "Okay, do it." He can, <laughs> he he can be a weirdo. He can be a cool guy. He can be an intimidating character. It, just in the movies that I've seen him in, he's done it all. Like even in Mysterio, right? As Mysterio yeah. in the Spider-Man movie or Far From Home, he goes from being like kind of like an Iron Man style cool mentor for Spider-Man. To then being like a very scary and control controlling authoritative set director still as Mysterio there, but um, just a very scary villain. And then of course Nightcrawler, one of my favorite movies of his. He's an extremely mm-hmm. manipulative, intelligent, devious psychopath essentially. And I could see him playing a character like that, like on a, on a road trip style setting. He'd also be someone they meet up with in another city. Maybe they even have a relationship with him. Like he's someone they're meeting up with. They're staying at his house for the, the night and there's him and his wife are involved in some sketch activity that Zendaya and Robert Pattinson get involved with. I don't know. Like we don't really need to get into it, but I think Jake Gyllenhaal is a can't miss pick. That's my fourth pick. Phenomenal pick, Eric. He was on my list of potentials. Um, just want to reiterate when I saw Nightcrawler at the theater, I had no idea what I was expecting. Like I hadn't seen that trailer or anything. And he blew me away. Just his expressions, his face. I mean, he can do it all coming of age movies like October sky. He can do emotional performances like Brokeback mountain, which is a severely underrated movie. In my opinion, like Heath Ledger just kills that movie. Um, Nightcrawler prisoner. Yeah. You've already said it all. Eric. Great, great pick. Great pick. And and he's so young, like he can he can be amazing for another 30, 40 years, maybe like forties, like thirty years for another thirty years, like he's phenomenal. You know what? I was actually considering. So I I wrote my names out in order. Like so far, I got the first four names that I wrote. Like I was debating taking Jake Gyllenhaal as my lead male mm. character, but I wanted to cash in on Pattinson, and then Gyllenhaal is like I think a strong supporting character with a. A well-established reputation in Hollywood, so that's just my reasoning there. Um, I'm gonna pick this guy, like maybe the weirdest, definitely the weirdest actor on my list, but like always tears up the screen. Like I'm going for this character. This is gonna be like a serious scene in the movie because this guy can do like funny, serious, like a dark comedy, like in The Joker, and that is of course. Oh. Joaquin Phoenix. <laughs> he's gonna be a character they meet like at a resto or bar or something, and he's gonna like impart wisdom, but it won't really be clear till like the very end. Like he's gonna like do a lot of foreshadowing for the movie. I'm I'm thinking. So Joaquin Phoenix, he's been in Hollywood for a long time, actually longer than people realize. He's been like since he was a kid basically, and his brother was an actor too. May he rest in peace. And um. No, Joaquin, like ever since Gladiator as the villain, I'm like, who the hell is that? And then he, and then his like next movie is Signs with Mel Gibson, where he's like the younger, the the younger brother, or is he the son? I can't remember, but like totally opposite roles. And then freaking um, movies like The Master or Inherent Vice or Joker or pff, I don't know. I could go on and on. Joaquin is like freaking 
he nails his performances, and that's why I'm picking him in my movie. I like that pick for sure. Movies of his I've seen, like off the top, like Gladiator's the biggest one that I've seen the most times, and I absolutely love him as Commodus, one of the best villains of all time, in my opinion. Not one of my favorites, right, because... I don't anyway, I don't know. Like he's actually kind of is one of my favorites in a sense that like you really hate him the first time you see it. And then it's like the Joffrey effect. The more you rewatch yeah. Game of Thrones, you realize he's actually hilarious. So yeah. I would yeah. I would probably say that um Jack Gleason, the actor who played Joffrey, like probably drew some inspiration from Commodus. Like that wouldn't be a stretch at all. And then Absolutely. of course Well good comparison, Eric. And then in um, Joker, of course. Yeah. Other than that, I don't know. I haven't seen him in that much. Definitely be due because he's another one, like you said, that has that yeah. range. Super. Probably range. second played, to very few. Yeah, like he played Johnny Cash in Walk the Line, like in 2003. He played, uh, he was in, he's in this, it's the movie called We Own the Night. It's like a cop, gangster, or like criminal movie, like a lot of family themes in the movie. Like he, uh, Eric, he can, it's his range is amazing. There's some actors that are like that. Like some like actors like Mark Wahlberg and Dwayne Johnson. I like them being cast as like what they what their strengths are, you know, like right. the person you like, Ryan Reynolds, but like actors like Joaquin Phoenix can be anything. Ryan Reynolds can't be anything. And that's what really separates the great actors from like the really, really good ones. Like a Ryan Reynolds or the Rock Johnson, exactly like you said, like they're great. They're also great actors, but only mm -hmm. at what they do, which there's nothing really wrong with that. Like you kind of know what you're getting and you love it every time for the most part. But Joaquin's like, okay, what am I getting into this movie? You're, all, you're always way more interested, I want to say, going into a Joaquin movie because you don't know what you're going to get, but you know it, it should be really really good right yep. like have you seen his latest movie come on come on no it, it looked weird in the trailer and like yeah. again a different kind of movie but i i like that like i prefer actors who are able to do like a lot of different roles but then not really down i'm not downplaying like ryan reynolds they're like always good mm -hmm. and that's kind of the direction i wanted i went and went with with jake gyllenhaal and for my next one i'm hesitant between two actors I could cash in on the popularity of recency biased or the stronger, more established actor who also has good range. Let's go with the latter. I'm going to draft, this might be a reach, Michael Fassbender fifth, as my fifth pick. Love it. He could. He's also like has that kind of intimidation factor, could be scary, could be wise. He's funny too, like dynamite as Magneto. That's where I really yep. became a fan of his in uh, X-Men First Class. I've seen him in like the newer Alien movies like Prometheus, Alien Covenant. But yeah, I think like he's like underrated one of my favorite actors and what I've seen him in. First seen him in Inglorious Bastards at yes. the theater and I was like, who the hell is that guy? He was great. But like he was in 300 years before as like, he has like he has lines in the movie, but he's kind of unknown at the time. And then he played a prisoner in this Irish movie, in a Steve McQueen movie actually. Steve McQueen, who did a Twelve Years a Slave, and um, Shame. But Michael Fassbender, who's was in the movie Hunger, which he like he lost a ton of weight, Eric, like Christian Bale machinist type of mm. weight loss, like almost to the point of it's you're gonna die. And then he was in another movie called Shame which is about him having a, a porn addiction, actually, a sex addiction. And it's like, if you want to watch a movie about addiction, watch Shame with Michael Fassbender. He's phenomenal in it, Eric. 
like it this this addiction like disrupts his whole life like he's obsessed with like out it disrupts his work life personal life then his sister just shows up and like disrupts his life even more so you should check that out eric shame maybe i'll i have the movie i'll bring it in for you next time okay right on uh, it's a really good one uh great pick great great pick i'm gonna go with an actress now that i really love more the more and more i see like the more i see her stuff and the the older she's getting she's maturing and like becoming like a more serious actress for me and that's reese witherspoon mm. first saw her in like legally blonde and as rachel's sister and friends <laughs> but then like after watching wild uh, i know she's great in big little lies the, the show and just like she's really like becoming a, like a really good uh, one of my favorite actresses and she's gonna be she's gonna be the the wife of a couple that Denzel and um, Kate Blanchett are gonna meet. So the wife is gonna be played by Reese Witherspoon, and they're gonna be friends that like live in a nearby city during the road trip, like that they go visit for an an, an evening of drinking basically. And there's okay. gonna be a lot of drinking of wine and like secrets coming out of the past, like old stuff getting like resurfaced basically. Nice. So Reese Witherspoon. Reese surfaced. Let's go. So her, her husband is inbound imminent next pick, perhaps. We'll see. You know, yeah. I like that pick a lot. I've also grown to appreciate her acting so much more because yeah, I was definitely introduced to her in Friends the first time I saw her. And like me, it was really the morning show that made me see like oh. what kind of acting chops she had. And she's really good as Bradley Jackson in that show. And Wild, like you said, that was such a good movie. I strongly recommend Wild as well that you had already recommended to me and on the pod. So go check out Wild. It's on Disney+. And speaking of Wild, that'll actually lead into my next pick as well. I'll, I'll be picking a more seasoned actress as well. And that'll be Laura Dern, who will act Ooh. as Michael Fassbender's wife in this movie seen her in a lot like i really liked her in marriage story i thought she was fantastic as scarlett johansson's lawyer i think she won an emmy for that movie i'm pretty sure or a golden globe for supporting actress one of the two very well deserved she's been in so much like she's she was in the last jedi wasn't a huge fan of her character in that movie but hey she did good with what she had obviously she's well known from jurassic park she'll be in the next jurassic world movie yeah you just see her in a lot of movies as like a supporting actress, like a mom. She's in Wild, like I said. Just a really strong actress. And I think her and Michael Fassbender would be like a powerful couple who are a few years older, or definitely a few years older than Zendaya and Robert Pattinson. It could be seen as like a model of inspiration that both of them could work towards. And they could actually be a family friend. So friends of... Zendaya's father who live in another city that they I'm just kind of copying off you here but it just makes sense right like it's we're both working on the same theme of like a road trip and they're making pit stops here and there so they would be crashing at their house a night of like getting into some cocaine rather than wine I'm just (laughs) just kidding but and um, yeah no there'd be like obviously important conversations being had there maybe like yeah imparting wisdom on a couple who are about to get married and Laura nice. Dern's always like very insightful and like she just looks like the kind of person that when she speaks like you really listen and like she has something worthwhile to say. So I think she would be perfect in that role. So Laura Dern, 
Great pick, and acting's in her blood. Like, her parents are both phenomenal actors, and even when she was young, Eric, like, in the 80s, she was in a lot of movies, and, like, movies like Blue Velvet, David Lynch movie. Mm. She's great in that. She's super young, but she plays opposite Kyle MacLachlan, uh, <laughs> Agent Cooper, yeah. <laughs> and she's also in another David Lynch movie, Wild at Heart, and her mom's in the movie, too, and plays her mom in the movie, Diane, uh, Diane Ladd. And Wild at Heart, that's a wild movie, Eric. Like, no pun intended. Like, it's crazy. You, if, you, if you think you know Laura Dern, you watch Wild at Heart, she's, like, sex-crazed. She's She looks really good, actually, in Wild at Heart. She's wearing, like, super, like, skimpy outfits, and she's nuts. And Nicolas Cage is opposite, like, her love interest in the movie. It's crazy. Okay. <laughs> uh, Just want to add, it also be a reunion between Laura Dern and... Jake Gyllenhaal from October Sky, right? Oh, She's the teacher in that yes. movie. So just she, Good. she, she, she yeah. pops up in so many of these movies yeah. that I end up seeing like years down the road, and like I'm just like, oh, Laura Dern's there. So really strong yeah. actress. Love it, Eric. Love it. Happy to get her in the sixth round. That's right, October Sky, the teacher. Cast as Reese Witherspoon's husband in my movie is going to be Bradley Cooper. Oh, nice. I just feel like they're going to have a good dynamic yep. and. Bradley's just gonna go like over the rails, like saying things that he's not supposed to, and like Reese is just gonna like keep like kicking him under the table or something. Uh, Bradley Cooper, first time seeing him, Wedding Crashers at the theater. I was like, who's this sax sock. guy? Like yeah. super annoying, making seal noises and like <laughs> annihilating the crap out of Vince Vaughn at football. Like he's crazy. But then, like, after, like, maybe after Silver Linings Playbook, I don't remember which movie it was that, like, made me flip the switch of, like, oh, my God, this guy's good. He can act. He's he's a good actor. And then, like, since then, he's been on a tear. Like, movies, like, I know he was in movies like Limitless, where it's, like, it wasn't the greatest movie, but it got him more exposure. And now he's just, like, he's a top-notch actor. A freaking star is born. He's amazing in that movie, right? Um, so, yeah, Bradley Cooper. Love that pick. He was on my list too. I was actually debating yeah. him as like not a lead, but like a very important character as well. Yeah. Great actor. Like yeah. I just I discovered him. The first time I saw him in a movie was The Hangover, and that was his uh, jump. I, I'm pretty sure to a lead actor right. for the first time. That like skyrocketed him into like superstardom. And like you said, now he's done some more, much more serious roles. I haven't seen a Star Is Born. Would definitely be due to watch that movie. And yeah, no, he's definitely shed that persona of just being like a supporting actor in a comedy movie or even a lead actor in a comedy movie he's quite funny too like underratedly funny in hangover mm -hmm. he's not the star like zach galifianakis was who's like that really over the top like goofy com comedian but just like more of a slick and cool lead character who has funny lines of like sometimes showing frustration with the f-bombs and yeah i I'm just talking about Hangover here, there, but no, he's a very diverse actor and he's yeah. hilarious in Wedding Crashers too. His yeah. sack, so good. Yeah. American Sniper is another great yep. one. Yeah, that was good. And he's in a movie. Actually, I'm gonna probably watch it right after we get off. But the Guillermo del Toro movie, uh, Nightmare Alley, it's right. just out on Disney Prime right now. Oh, nice. Uh, Disney Plus, and Kate Blanchett's in the movie too. So I'm, I gotta watch that. Right there, you go. Yeah. Ahead of so their I'm upcoming movie together in 2023. <laughs> Yeah. All right, good uh, yeah. good pick. I'll just write Thank that you. down there. Just thinking here who I want. You've got three of each so far. That's pretty good. Yep. Thing is, there's like four four of each, like four actors, four actors. But then it depends like who you take as well from here. You know, I'm going to 
snag her now. I'm going to go with Lupita Nyong'o as my <sighs> seventh yeah. round pick. And she would be Zendaya's older sister. That, again, like this is the last pit stop in the movie where okay. they're staying at their estate. They're quite well off, her and her husband. Not really wisdom being imparted here, like really a little more chaotic as okay. we're almost at the finish line. Bit happens here. I don't know what yet, but there's some messiness here. They end up going out. They don't just stay in the house cleanly like they did at the, the Fassbender Dern household there. There's a bit... They're not on extremely good terms. They're like kind of trying to make it work. They're on the road to mending their relationship. Sister and sister. Like she's inviting her to the wedding to be her maid of honor. Like just rekindling that relationship. And then we'll see what happens from there. So Lupita Nyong'o, fantastic actress. Especially like the last movie I saw her in was Us. She killed it in those dual roles. Great, great pick, Eric. She's so versatile too. Like the more I see her, the more movies I watch her in, like I'm like, holy crap. She's amazing. First saw her in 12 Years a Slave movie. I never want to rewatch again because it was like way too like powerful and brutal and my like intense. Um, I'm cat. This, uh, the actress I'm going to cast now is at the point of the movie where everything seems like it's going to fall apart. Like kind of like the low, the low point of the movie for their relationship, Denzel and Kate's relationship. So, and this is where Denzel just storms off one night when they're in their motel and he goes to like the local uh, bar. He befriends this lady that like is a little flirty with him. And this, I'm going to cast Charlize Theron as the actress who plays like the flirty girl at the bar. Charlize has been in movies since the 90s actually. And like, I've seen her in movies like Devil's Advocate where she has smaller roles and... uh, human what's that to die for i think it's called anyway it doesn't matter because but then after that she did a movie called monster where she plays a serial killer real life serial killer aileen warmos they did all the makeup on her and she won the oscar that year phenomenal movie and performance monster then she's in movie uh north country based on a true story she's like uh oh it's like all about like she's working in like a male workplace environment and keeps getting harassed and it's about like a famous case of workplace like it it basically it's it's like a feminine like females in the work anyways north country really good movie okay doing a bad job of explaining it but then like all her action movies too like she's a badass atomic blonde she was in some not so good action movies too but like charlize is a super all-around solid actress and like i mean she's stunning too so it's gonna like you need for this role you need to be that and a lot of like good comedy movies too, like Young Adult with Pat Oswalt. That was a good little movie. Um, anyway, Charlize, in my opinion, is <laughs> I really, really like her. If there's an actress to get Denzel Washington to be tempted, it's Char- Charlize Theron. So no, that's a great pick. Absolute bombshell. Again, no pun intended. Ah, <laughs> but I haven't, actually, I haven't seen her in that many movies, though, to be honest. like I, The first one I saw was The Italian Job, and that oh, yes. made me have a huge celebrity crush on her. That was a great movie, too, though. Good cast Mad in there, Max. but she kills it in that movie. And I've seen her in The Fate of the Furious, which... Oh. Probably not one of my favorite uh, Fast and Furious movies. But she was good as the villain. Like, again, she was actually kind of a a despicable villain. Like, I really didn't like her. But that's just a testament to how well she was acting as someone you want to hate. Like, you definitely can't root for her. She's holding Dom Toretto's 
baby and and baby mama hostage in that plane. Yeah, and I saw her in Longshot too. She was pretty funny in that as well, opposite Seth Rogen and O'Shea Jackson Jr. No, that's a great pick. I, I could totally see her in that like that bar setting too, and just um, yeah. acting well opposite Id- um, Denzel Washington. So good pick, Matt. Really Thank good you. stuff. My next pick now will be to be. I'm not sure if this should be Lupita's husband or ex-husband who comes back into the fold. Haven't fleshed it all out, but I know I need to have this actor in the movie. And that's my boy, Lakeith Stanfield. Again, we got range here. The guy can play a very quirky, a very... I'm going like with these same buzzwords. Like He can be scary. He can be intelligent. He can be extremely cultured, socially aware. He's hilarious, deadpan humor or exuberant humor. I've seen him in a bunch of stuff. One of my favorite up-and-coming actors, definitely, but I think he's gotten to the point where he's quite well-established. I, I first saw him in, in the show Atlanta, which is coming back next week as of the time of recording. So I think he'd be a great actor, along like kind of close to the same age as Lupita. They'd be either well together, like I said, as husband and wife or divorced couple he comes back into the fold he's a little rowdy as well i'm taking him in the eighth round i like it i'm a good up-and-comer first seen him in like get out in a small role mm. and then like uh, sorry to bother you uh, have you yep. seen that yeah, yeah i saw it yeah that was a weird, weird movie. that movie super weird, weird movie. Yep. hell and then knives out i've got to get on atlanta i think atlanta's on prime or disney plus disney plus i think it's on Disney Plus, yeah. Yeah, okay. I, I need to jump on that because you've been recommending it. You've been praising it for years, literally. Mm-hmm. I remember you tell me like you watch it on your computer on iTunes or yep. something. The yeah, only I way to watch the, it, right? I bought the season pass for one and two, yeah. but now that we have cable, I'll be able to just record the episodes and watch them the next day on FX. So, will be nice. Perfect. But honestly, I would if we didn't have that. I would definitely buy the season pass again. Get that one episode per week. Totally worth it. Such a good show. Denzel and Kate Wash and Kate Blanchett now are like at the final leg of their journey and they're about to go visit their old, old like buddies from university, a couple. And I'm gonna cast as the as I'm gonna first start by casting Julianne Moore as okay. the wife. Julianne Moore uh, man, where do I start? Like ever since Boogie Nights, basically, where she's like the main one of the like the main actress in the movie she plays a porn star she's like super foxy in the movie super like a, a train wreck in the movie drugs alcohol like trying to get custody of her kid like she's she just does such a good job and then i watch her in like other movies where like she's the main ki- like she can do it all basically movies like like basically movies from the theater like hannibal or like she's not okay. She's been in a lot of like B, like dull movies. Like they come to the theater, like oh, why did you make that movie? But she's also in like these gems from the '90s, like movies like Safe, Boogie Nights, Shortcuts. Um, she's just great in those movies. And I find as she's getting older, she, her perform uh, Magnolia is another movie she's really good in. Um, I don't know. I find like she keeps. She does those like shitty Hollywood movies. Like she'll be like the like the evil witch in like that what was that movie? Seventh Son or something. But she's also gonna be like in movies like Still Alice where she has Alzheimer's and she's like really dialed into that character. Anyways, Julianne Moore. Love her. Okay. Love her. 
Not yeah. a good pick. Sorry for rambling. No, yeah. it's all good. <laughs> I don't know that many of her movies off the top of my head, but of course, like when I see her, I'm like, oh, okay, I, I know who she is, and I know she's a well-established actress. I'm pretty sure, or maybe I'm thinking of Sigourney Weaver. I'm thinking of like um, Cabin in the Woods. Is Julianne yep. Moore in that movie, or is it Sigourney Weaver? Sigourney Weaver. Ah, okay. Well, I feel like she comes up as like the final boss in a movie. Julianne Moore, like yeah. a movie like uh, that. I'm forgetting which one. I'll, I'll remember it. I know what you're talking about, though. It's yeah. Anyways, no great actress. Like the only thing off the top of my head I can remember seeing her in is um the Hannibal movie that you I yeah. think you mentioned it too. So also in Jurassic Park two. Never seen it. She's in Crazy Stupid Love. That's oh Hunger Games. I mean, she's like there you go. Yeah, Hunger good Games. Good guy, bad guy, guy, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, super versatile. Like she'll always have roles because there's always like, it's like oh, it's like Laura Dern basically. Mm. Oh, other good movies with her like The Kids Are All Right, Far From Heaven. Um, like these are just like great dramas. Yeah, I guess yeah. I'm slacking on the Julianne Moore footage. I haven't <laughs> seen that. I haven't seen any of those movies really. So to put some more respect on her because i know she's a great actress they're like very like a lot of experience like you said lenny any actress who can get mentioned in the same light as laura dern is a worthy pick absolutely so for my last actress pick i was kind of hesitant between two i could either have gone for a, maybe a little bit of an older actress or again cash in on the young talent and i'm gonna oh. go you know, that's the theme of the movie. We're going young here. And I'm casting as Zendaya's father's wife, Ana de Armas. Oh, and pick. that dynamic is going to be interesting because I'm giving a little bit of a spoiler as to who her father will be. She's a younger wife to um, her father. And that definitely causes some resentment between Zendaya's character and her father and her new mother-in-law. And Ana de Armas's character is definitely not her fir- um, Zendaya's father's first wife. I'll say this is like his third wife. So okay. there's an interesting dynamic there. Ana de Armas, great actress. I've seen her in a few things. One of the best-looking women in Hollywood, mm. if not the best-looking actress <laughs> in Hollywood. Yep. So I think you can't go wrong with that pick. I loved her, and the first time I saw her was in Knives Out. was a huge Marta guy. She was really good. And, uh, yeah, I mean, she's been in, like, the 007, the latest 007 movie. She's just, like, one of the big actresses in Hollywood nowadays. She's getting cast in a lot, so yeah. cash in on that. Ana Delmas, ninth round pick. I think that's a steal to get her this late. I considered her strongly, Eric. Um, if I was going just on looks, she would be my number one. Like, I would have picked her first. Um, I'm still slacking on No Time to Die. Like, I know she's, uh, people have said she's the best part of that movie. She's I honestly gets better every movie she's in. She's from Cuba. So, like, the first movies I've seen her in, she wasn't the strongest actress. Okay, first time I saw her in a movie. It's a Keanu Reeves movie directed by Eli Roth called Knock Knock. It, he gets terrorized be, by these two women the whole movie. And one of the women is Ana de Armas. And I swear to God, I couldn't take my eyes off of her during the movie. She's so beautiful. And I was like, who is that actress? Like, who is that girl? She's stunning. And there's a lot of good scenes. Like, if you like Ana de Armas, watch Knock Knock with <laughs> Keanu Reeves. 
Um, but like, oh, she was a small role in War Dogs with Miles Teller and Jonah Hill. War Dogs, I think it's called, right? Yep, I haven't seen yeah. it, but yeah. And um, but then like the more and more like like Blade Runner twenty forty nine, right at the theater, I was like, oh wow, okay, Joy. her again, yeah. That's what really got the ball rolling for her, I think. And then now she's big Knives Out. Wasn't she just like a a doll in Knives Out? Like she's amazing. Yep. <laughs> um, and there's a new movie I just saw on Prime that just got released with Ben Affleck, Deep Water. It's her and Ben Affleck. I might oh. check that one out. It's like uh, they're a couple, and but like things are not like super peachy between them or something. That's just I just read it quickly. I know she dated Ben Affleck a little bit, so maybe they shot, maybe they fell and they started their fling during that filming. I was gonna say because film. yeah, that must be that must have wrapped like years ago because they're not together anymore. No, no, God, no, no, that didn't last long. But no, no, Eric, great, great pick. She has such a bright future ahead, and she's just so adorable, like extremely beautiful. Good pick, Eric. I'm gonna pick. Okay, Julianne Moore's husband in the movie is gonna be played by. Now there was like two two choices for this, but I, honestly, I'm going with arguably. No, you know what? I'm going with my gut. I'm picking Tom Hardy. I was oh, gonna okay. pick a more like an actor that's won all these awards and stuff, but you know what? Tom Hardy would just kill this role. Tom Hardy. Um, I know there's something likable about him. I find like everything I watch him in, good, bad. Like if he's the villain or the good guy, I just like him. He has a very likable appeal, in my opinion, likability appeal. Uh, I don't know where to start with like his filmography. First time I saw him was in Rock and Rolla, and then I watch movies like The Drop and Warrior. Frey, he's so good in Warrior, and then um, he's in a movie called Bronson where he gets super like this. Bronson is Bane before Bane. Bronson, he plays an inmate in a prison, and he's Eric. He's huge. Like he can't. He's basically Bane in this movie, and it was from two thousand eight. Um, I don't know, Tom. I'm I'm missing all these Tom Hardy movies, but yeah, that's who I'm picking. He's just gonna be like the um, Julianne Moore's younger husband, but the one that's gonna um, like Julianne Moore and basically Tom Hardy and Julianne Moore are gonna be the ones to kind of save, help save the relationship near the end of my movie. Okay, that's a good pick. I, I like Tom Hardy a lot. The um the last thing I saw him in was in Peaky Blinders as Alfie Solomons. Oh, and again, right. talk about likability. He's just a super likable character, charismatic, funny, and he kind of has that going for him in almost all of his roles that you see him in. Right, like even as Bane, there's kind of something about him that you're like, okay, like I kind of want to root for him or like understand where he's coming from. I think Tom Hardy, and again, is super versatile. Mm-hmm. Great pick. Sometimes tough to understand what he's saying in a lot of his roles, but if you can yeah. dial it in and maybe develop an American accent in your movie, either way, like great move, great actor. Can't go wrong with casting him, especially this late in the game in your movie. So no, great pick. So for my last pick as Zendaya's father, initially I was gonna go. Actually, anyway, I I think you're done with actor, so I can say I was gonna go Josh Brolin. But I decided Ooh. to switch gears last minute, and I'm going with again another versatile, likable, funny, charismatic actor and human being, multi-talented. Jamie Fox is my last pick to close Ooh. it, to bring it all yeah. home. Love it. I see him as, like I said, in this movie, he's kind of a bum, but there's something about him that a woman like Ana de Armas wants to marry him, and he has that like silver tongue 
can talk his way out of any situation, is kind of controlling, narcissistic, but still somehow likable and you want to have his approval. There's going to be, again, some tension with Zendaya and Jamie Foxx. I'm a fan of movies that resolve well, happy endings. They're going to get his approval. Robert Pattinson's going to win him over. They're going to spend quite a bit of time at his... I'm thinking ranch, but still, like, just because he lives, like, kind of on a farm, but it's not a huge house there. Like, he's not, by no means is he well off. He might even be an alcoholic, who knows, but (laughs) has something about him that, like, everyone just gravitates towards him. He's kind of, like, he has that Janice laugh that everyone just wants to be around him. So, Jamie Foxx is my last pick of the draft. I love Jamie Foxx. He's actually, I didn't, like, I... I I read up about him a while ago. Like he was actually like he's actually a comedy guy. Like he can do stand up. I've he's an amazing story. Watch any YouTube video with him. Like when he's on a uh, like Tonight shows and stuff and getting interviewed, he tells a great story. And even like about like I heard a story that he was talking about like hip hop artists like Snoop Dogg. Like he can imitate every single like artist. Or he's a, he's a great amazing talent. Way more than people realize. I first saw him in Ray playing Ray Charles like we watched that in school actually he won an Oscar for that role he's phenomenal and then like collateral his character's last name in that movie is DeRoche that's my last name like come on uh fun fact it's yeah and uh, Miami Vice um I love them in Baby Driver he was yeah. great in Baby Driver right like he's a really good actor I'm trying to think of other stuff I mean Horrible Bosses hilarious cameo more than a cameo hilarious small role um I don't know. I'm sure there's way more that I can't think of right now. It's it's hard, like on the spot, right? For sure. But good pick, Eric. I'll just say, like his impersonations are on point. I've seen so yeah. many of his videos just impersonating, not even just like um, art, musical artists, like NBA players, actors. He impersonated uh, Quentin Tarantino when they're on the set of um, Django. Django. Right. No, all of his impersonations, like none of them are misses. Definitely recommend yeah. anyone to go look up Jamie Foxx impersonating impersonations. Yeah. So good. The more I know about, the more I find out about, like the more like I appreciate, like I love him. Like he's he's really good. Yeah. Might be like underrated even. Yep. Like not enough people praise him. He's a really agree. good actor. Um, I might I have to cast an actress now actually. Yep. Uh, and this is, okay, I said Tom Hardy and Julianne Moore would kind of, like, fix things, but then at the end of the dinner, huge bombshell drops, and there's a reveal that Kate Blanchett had a son, uh, sorry, had a daughter with Tom Hardy before, like, back in, like, when they were super young, you know, like, just out of high school, and this daughter is going to be played by an up-and-coming actress, in my opinion, she's already proved herself, Anya Taylor-Joy. I had a feeling you were going to take her on your uh, list here. Solid pick. Not only is she beautiful, but like ever since watching the horror film The Witch and from 2016, might have been shot in 2015, but like she's mesmerizing in that. And that movie's like all in old English. Like you need subtitles right away. Like pop those on. She's mesmerizing as Thomason. Super eerie, freaky movie. And then like does like, um, I know she was in that New Mutants movie that like got delayed for years. I don't know why. But then then on Netflix, The Queen's Gambit. The chest thing, amazing. Last night in Soho from last year, she's phenomenal. She's in a movie called Thoroughbreds. It's like an indie drama, a lot of like dialogue, but really good dialogue and a good character, like good, a good character movie with just like dark undertones. Thoroughbreds. Um, Anya Taylor Joy, she's amazing. 
and she's gonna keep like you're gonna see her she's gonna be a household name one day like everyone's gonna recognize her yeah i think she's starting to be a household name now definitely more and like in the next two to three years there she'll be even bigger like she's actually gonna be in the next like the mario movie they're making a super mario movie she's cast as princess peach like it's an animated movie of course there but still like that's huge exposure for her well she was in the last season of peaky blinders and is in the next the final season of peaky blinders there and um, not as a, as much of a likable character as she was in Queen's Gambit, but that's just showcasing her range. I'm a big fan of hers as well. Definitely was debating drafting her too, so that's a great pick, Matt. Can't go yeah. wrong with ATJ. So yeah, those are our picks. Do you want to yeah. just run them all back? I can go with yep. my list. You can go with yours in order. So I had Zendaya, Robert Pattinson, Florence Pugh, Jake Gyllenhaal, Michael Fassbender, Laura Dern, Lupita Nyong'o, Lakeith Stanfield, Ana de Armas, Jamie Foxx. That's a pretty good-looking cast. Yeah, big time. Like a young, yeah, exactly. Like a younger, more hip cast. Like yeah. I'm reading my cast. Mine, like I think your cast. Well, let me just read yeah, mine first. Yeah. I got Denzel Washington with Kate Blanchett, Idris Alba, Joaquin Phoenix, Reese Witherspoon with Bradley Cooper, Charlize Theron. Julianne Moore with Tom Hardy and then Anya Taylor Joy. I do have a couple young ones in there, but like mostly like older actors I'm I'm looking at. So would appeal to more of an older audience and yours would be more like drawing the younger crowd and, and the older crowd, of course, because any movie lover recognizes your like even these young talents. We are we all know who they are already, right? So both different movies i'm thinking but yeah. both solid I, I like it i think so too and they could also be like obviously we started off with the same premise and we went like slightly different directions but they'd be kind of nice mirrorings to or for bookends to like a, a limited series like they'd be two movies that complement each other are different but like are maybe in alternate universes where at first you're seeing like the the younger couple about to get married and then in your movie it's like maybe that same couple but slightly different and things haven't gone haven't gone super well for them and now they're trying to rekindle and refine that spark i like that we went kind of different directions with it but these are both great casts honestly i like what you did with yours and i'm happy with who i was able to get i definitely didn't want to just go with young actors and actresses though like that's where i'm a fast bender laura dern and i had the idea of zendaya's father with like Jamie Foxx coming into the into the fold later, but other than that, they're all quite young. Yep. Jake Gyllenhaal, I guess. Yeah. No, it was fun. All right. I like the Zendaya Panson combo. I could see that working. I can see a movie with them too, like so easily. Like it's a no-brainer if you're a studio exec, right? Yep. Yeah. Hundred percent. And they're both kind of hip too. Not kind of. I think they're both really hip and yeah. could have that like style allure that, like you said, younger people would gravitate towards. Be a, Good stuff. It'd be a cool movie to see happen. Both of ours would. This was just really hard to make because there's literally thousands of actors, right? And like, well, I, I know we went with the ones we liked the most, but it, this could have went so many directions. And like, the, we both thought of Zendaya right away. So what yeah. does that tell you? Like how hot she is right now? Like yeah. how mainstream and word yeah big time she's the it girl right now yeah so i have some other names that i debated taking and didn't but a lot of them were submissions from people so we could go over okay. listener submissions who like listeners submitted who their favorite actors and actresses are and we can comment on them 
And I'll also add on like some little points on some of them there because I was debating okay. a lot of these. The first submission we got was from the homie Curtis Daigle. And he actually went with your first overall pick. Denzel Washington is the yeah. GOAT in his opinion. Great pick. I mean, I'm a big Denzel guy too, and so are you. So Curtis, again, on the same page as you there when we did our This or That episode, you were often in agreement. That's true. <laughs> Our next one was from the homie Katrina, also former guest. Hers was a little different. Walton Goggins. Oh, I love not, him. Not the typical leading man, but I will watch everything that he is in. Has an incredible life story, is a good human being, wears cool hats, and makes gin. So I did not know any of those things about Goggins. But yeah, he's a, definitely not your typical lead. Like, I see him as like a really good supporting character, mm-hmm. a good range Katrina sent me quite a few pictures of him as different characters in different movies, and I had no idea of like some of these characters that he's portrayed. Those who have watched The Shield and Justified know how amazing he is. And Katrina, if you've, I'm per, I'm gonna go and say you've seen those shows, and he's like phenomenal. He's a de- police detective in one of the shows, and uh, like a, like a, the bad guy in Justified, basically, and he's freaking amazing. I would guess that she's quite happy to hear you say that because she recommended both those shows to me in our conversation okay. we had about about him. So, um, yeah, no, I, I got to get on that. The Shield and Justified, one of her all-time favorite shows is Justified. So oh, it's phenomenal. On the list, let's go. All right, yeah. great stuff. Thank you, Katrina. Next submissions uh, were from the homie Basam. So for him, his actors were... Shia LaBeouf, Jake Gyllenhaal, Tom Hardy, Timothy Chalamet, and Denzel Washington. Yeah. Then for actresses, he said Scarlett Johansson, Saors Ronan, not sure about the pronunciation there, and then Zendaya as well. Nice. So a lot of good picks, but Sam's a known Shia guy, big Timo stan. And they got, we both selected Jake, Gyllenhaal, Tom Hardy, and Denzel, and I took Zendaya as well. So good picks, good picks. Sam. I like Saoirse Ronan a lot, actually. What has she been in? She, like, okay, she was like in movies when she was younger, like Little Bones. the No, The Lovely Bones. She's in the new Little Women. She was in Little Women from two years ago. She was in... Um, a movie called Byzantium. She was in... I know you've recognized her, Eric. Uh, you would recognize her. As soon as you Google her, you'll be like, oh. Lady Bird. Eric, Lady Bird? Have you seen that? No. But is she the lead in that movie? Because I could kind of yeah. picture the girl in Lady Bird. And Timo's in that movie, too. Okay. So it's Basam's favorite movie there you go. by it's default. a perfect combo platter for Basam. So, <laughs> yeah, good submissions. Yeah. The next one is from also former guest Kevin Andrews. His was... I'll watch just about anything that stars Brad Pitt. I always find his characters compelling. I was strongly debating drafting Brad Pitt, but I didn't because I feel like he'd kind of overshadow everyone else and like take over. And I wouldn't have cast him as the lead. He would be like maybe the father for Zendaya, but I feel like he takes over. And they kind of with like, that's why I also avoided actors like Leo. Me, same. Right, but or I love Tom Brad Cruise. Pitt. Honestly, one of my favorite yeah. actors as well. Range as well. Yeah, Brad Pitt, great pick. Yeah. The next one was from Taunt Mary, your mom. Matt, hers were Audrey Hepburn and Cary Grant. I knew she would write. I knew 100% she was going to pick those two. Audrey Hepburn is iconic. Like Breakfast at Tiffany, it's like that poster, that, that image of her in the black dress is an iconic image of cinema. 
and she was in other like solid movies too like charade she died like she died a little she died before she had like um died of a disease or something like she should have been around longer like a dancer singer actress right so triple threat triple threat uh carrie grant he's one of my i'm just gonna say it now carrie grant's in my top five of all time if we're doing like alive or dead because he's been doing it for like four decades. He was like, he had his prime when he was younger of comedies. And then when he came back when he was a little older and did movies like North by Northwest and Charade with Audrey Hepburn, movies when he was a little older. But as a comedy guy, he was amazing. He had like a background in vaudeville and theater and then went to like the big pictures in the 30s and 40s. And Cary Grant's legendary. He'll always be remembered. He's always going to be named as like one of the greatest comedic actors of all time. And some of his movies will never be forgotten. Okay. Right on. The next one was from the homie Justin Mocktinger. His were Will Ferrell, Chris Evans, Christian Bale, and Margot Robbie. Ooh. Great picks. Will Ferrell, one of the goats of comedy, in my opinion. Like, the run he was on in the early to mid-2000s is second to none. Chris Evans has shown that he can do much more than act as Steve Rogers, Captain America, True. like in Knives Out, like that's another great performance of his. Definitely like his best that I've seen of him outside of that role that he's most well known for. Christian Bale, I mean, we've talked at length about yeah. him and his multiple perform <laughs> his many performances and again strong range. Patrick Bateman, what Pat else needs to be said? <laughs> and Margot Robbie, I mean, an amazing actress as well and bombshell came onto the scene in um wolf of wall street like that's mm -hmm. what that was her big breakout role mm -hmm. i was debating drafting her as well but kind of along the same lines as a brad pitt like steals the show from all the other actresses that you're putting in the movie i think anyways like she's definitely she's not you're not casting her as a supporting character in my opinion like she'd be the lead and i went with zendaya but no, i love margot robbie mm-hmm I like that list. Chris Evans, quickly, like, I remember him before Captain America. Like, he was in some stupid comedies, like Not Another Teen Movie, which is a spoof film. And he was in The Perfect Score, which is, like, a bunch of college kids trying to steal the SATs. Scarlett Johansson's in that movie, too, actually. Um, and then he was in, like, the Fantastic Four movie. So I'm like, who's this goofball? But, like, he really showed his stuff in uh, the Marvel, like, as Captain America. And then, like, I've seen him in some dramas and he's really good. Defending Jacob, I want to say, is like a, a series on Apple TV that he's the lead yes. in. Like his son did something, and he might be involved in like the the police department or something. He's kind of trying to defend his son, like abs absolve him of the crime. I don't know. I haven't looked into it. It looks yes. like really depressing, but maybe. <laughs> I think that's Apple TV's vibe. <laughs> These dark shows, gray tones. Anyways, no, great picks, Justin. The next submissions are from my brother, Zach. His were... Chris Pratt and Nick Offerman. So I think <laughs> looking at Parks the, the Parks and Recreations um, mold, I guess. Good actors. I mean, uh, Chris Pratt, I found out about him in uh, Gardens of the Galaxy. He was great. I think that was his first time as a, as a lead. Got the first shot as the um, comedic and um, action hero role. Really good. Nick Offerman, I always love as a supporting character. Like he, I can't see him as a lead either. But I know he's really funny. Strong actor, I think. I like those picks. 
Chris Pratt, like, didn't he just burst on the scene? Then like everybody knew who he, who he was within a year with Jurassic World and Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy. Yeah, it was basically like, oh, everyone, that guy, yeah, back to back. Yeah. The thing with Chris so. Pratt though is I don't know about his ability to act beyond those kinds of roles. Like, I yeah, you see him and you just think like goofy, cool kind of, but relate and relatable main character, which I love. Like, I love that he's a relatable character. Like, I don't know. I have a hard time picturing him doing, like, a serious role, which, like, there's nothing wrong with that. Like, I'm not looking at a Will Ferrell in a negative light because I could also not see him as a serious actor. He's, like, just a comedy guy. But, no, Chris Pratt is great at what he does. I find Chris Pratt is, like, a mix of he can be as badass as Harrison Ford sometimes, but as funny as Ryan Reynolds. It's, like, a fusion. It's a good fusion. That might be a super hot take right there, but, like... I it's don't like, know. That's how I see him. I see him as like an Indiana Jones-esque yep. person. Can well, the be first funny, time, but yeah. The first time I saw the trailer for Guardians of the Galaxy, I thought it was... Actually, I thought it was for a young Han Solo movie. So mm. kind of same thing. Harrison Ford, yeah. Harrison Ford, Ryan Reynolds, alchemy, the fusion of two metals. So um, no, that's really good stuff. And the last submissions were from my mom, also a former guest. Hers were Chris Hemsworth... Henry Cavill, Jude Law, <laughs> Octavia Spencer, and Amy Ooh. Poehler. Amy Poh- Amy Poehler. Yeah. So, diversity there. Amy Poehler, yeah. of course, Parks and Recs. Another great um, reference to that He's show. He's really funny. Yeah. Solid actors. Like, I like Henry yeah. Cavill as Geralt. Like, that's my go-to when I think of him. I've seen, like, as Superman. I think he was really good as Superman, honestly, too. Oh, yeah. He looks like a Superman. I mean, I know, I can see, I know why your mom likes Chris. Well, I mean, most women, like my girlfriend is obsessed with Chris Hemsworth and Henry Cavill, you know, not necessarily for the acting talent, but they are also talented other than being like freaking Greek gods. Every girl wants to be with them. Every guy wants to be like, yeah, look like them. Like, yeah. But to know Hemsworth as Thor, like, how can you not, like, that is Thor in my, like, when I picture Thor, it's always going to be Chris Hemsworth, always perfectly casted and like he's come into his own as like a really funny actor as thor too yeah post ragnarok like his appearances have all been hilarious so now Mm -hmm. thor does his thing in those or chris hemsworth does his thing in those movies and um looking forward to the next thor movie out in a few months now it's coming up so yeah thanks a lot everybody for the submissions great great acting submissions actor and actress submissions we also had talks of sharing our own personal lists for favorite actors and actresses. Matt, do you want to kick us off with who some of your favorites are? Sure. Do you want me to do, I have two lists. I have like current, the ones that are alive or like of all time, Eric, like dead or alive, whichever one you want to hear, or should I do both? It's, it's your call, honestly. Okay. I'll do, I'll do both because like the ones, my all time lists are like these old actors that people might not know. I'm just going to go alive. Okay. Okay. Sure. And then, and then at the end, I'll just like say who my uh, other ones were, but my number one, this is going to never change. My favorite actor of all time. Number one for me is Robert De Niro. He's his run in the seventies and eighties is unparalleled in my opinion. He's just, it's phenomenal. I'm just going to list off quickly, like from mean streets, Godfather Two, taxi driver, New York, New York, 1900, once upon a time in America, raging bull, uh, the king of comedy. Uh, now they're all running in my head, like all the way up to heat in 1995, Cape fear, Goodfellas, casino. Anyways, Robert De Niro is fr- fan freaking tastic. Like, 
uh, there's no, no other words. Like, he made me love cinema. You know, him seeing him in Goodfellas. Number two is Al Pacino. Um, number three is Denzel Washington. Number four. Now, this this might surprise you because I like I didn't pick him really quickly in our draft, but Jake Gyllenhaal. I love Jake Gyllenhaal. Ever since like October Sky when I was really young, seeing him in that. Number five. <laughs> I said we would go back to the lighthouse. Or even American Psycho, Willem Dafoe. Yeah, great. <laughs> Love actor. Willem Dafoe. Yep. Yeah. So those are the actors that are alive. Um, the, some of my favorite actors, though, that are dead now, like Paul Newman, Cary Grant, Jack Lemmon, Henry Fonda, and Burt Lancaster. Those would be the ones that are, like, from a different era, um, like Hollywood Golden Age era. So that's my list. And do you want me to do actresses right away, or do you want to do your actors? Yeah, I'll go with I'll go with my actors and um okay. honestly mine like is kinda tough to really pin down. Like definitely not in order and I'm for sure omitting and forgetting some people right now there. Like to say like a definitive favorite actor of all time, I don't have that absolutely not right now, but I'll just list like some of my favorites that I always love to see them in whatever movie. Whenever they pop up, I'm always pumped in no particular order. So Brad Pitt for sure. I've become a big fan of his in seeing his more serious movies. Like I initially only knew him from like Mr. and Mrs. Smith and thought he was just like a, like just like a rom-com guy, but he's actually like a, a great lead as like an action hero and as a, a serious character and always like bring some good humor into the mix. So big fan of Brad Pitt for sure. John Bernthal, always great <laughs> <laughs> whenever he pops up. I've seen him in so many movies. Just a big fan of his. Cool guy, funny, serious, does it all. Jonah Hill. From his comedy days to now in more serious movies, getting behind the camera as well. I guess we're, we don't really need to factor that in there, but I'm just a big fan of Jonah Hill as a person and as an actor. I'm going to put Lakeith Stanfield in there as well. Drafted him for a reason. I've seen him in a bunch of movies. I think he's extremely talented. Should be more well-known and more respected, but I got him up there. So I got you. And then for the fifth one, it's kind of tough. Like one who, you know, I like all of his movies is an easy pick. It could go Leo here. I'm also looking at like more up and coming kind of who are, in more movies, but are a little older. Like I'm a big fan of Oscar Isaac as well. I was debating yes. drafting him. It's tough to like to close out the list. I would have to go with Leonardo DiCaprio because I've seen him in more movies. And for the most part, like I love all of his movies and he's a big reason as to why I love them. So that'll round out my top five. Don't quote me on this list. It's a very solid list, Eric. I mean, all those, I love all those actors and, when you say Jonah Hill, first thing that popped up was Cyrus. <laughs> I'm so glad you made me watch that. <laughs> or I'm so glad you recommended it. Yeah, it's good stuff. I feel like that one's going to grow every time I watch it. Um, I'm going to get into my actresses now. Let's do it. Number one. Now, this may surprise a lot of people. I This might be my favorite, like... I find her absolutely stunning. I didn't cast her in my in the draft because I like she's not really for an English audience. She's a Spanish actress, but has also done a lot of English movies. But that's Penelope Cruz, actually. Mm. I love her Spanish films. Um, I own a lot of them, and she's solid in a lot of English films too. But just a, a mix of like me being like in love with her and being super talented, she's my favorite actress. 
um, see like movies like, well, I'm not going to start naming all their Spanish ones, but like she was great in Vanilla Sky, you know, like Sahara, Pirates of the Caribbeans. Yeah, everyone knows who Penelope Cruz is. <laughs> Number two, Eric, is Kathleen Turner. Now, you, you'll know her. She's Chandler's dad in Friends, mm, okay. the woman who plays Chandler's dad. But she was in, like, if you want to know, like, her range is incredible. Like, see movies like Body Heat, Romancing the Stone, Crimes of Passion, Serial Mom. Like, she's a really solid actress, and she was quite stunning when she was younger. Um, number three would be Kate Blanchett. Okay. Uh, we already talked about it. Number four, Naomi Watts. Okay. Ever since watching Mulholland Drive, the David Lynch movie, <laughs> I've kind of, like, been a small obsession with, like, her work, like, I really like her, and she's adorable. Uh, she was, the King Kong movie, she made that movie better, in my opinion. Like, it was fun watching her in that. Um, you said, remember she was in The Impossible, right? You talked about that last yep, uh, yep. time. She's yeah, I need to check that out. Yeah, fan. I need to check that out. Uh, I always like Naomi Watts. And number five would be, this one's, like, like, I had Julianne Moore, but then I was thinking Anya Taylor-Joy, and I'm just going to go with Julianne Moore because she's been in way more movies than Anya Taylor-Joy, but I can see my number five spot being up for grabs for sure. A uh, couple actresses that aren't with us anymore that I really like from the old days, Audrey Hepburn and Lauren Bacall. Those would be, like, my old Hollywood favorites. Okay. No, that's a great list, Matt. So mine is kind of tough because like there's obviously of the names that I've listed here, like it's all recency bias. And I would have to think more about like actresses that I grew up watching. Like the first name that came to mind was like Julia Louis-Dreyfus because of Seinfeld. Mm. But like I haven't seen her in that much. So I don't know if she should be in that top five for me. But one again that I'll draw back to to my childhood and nostalgia plays a factor in this. But I think she's a great actress too would be Natalie Portman. Mm. big Padme guy and she was honestly so good and when she was a kid in Leon the Professional like I saw that movie a few years ago and thought she was fantastic in that I'm gonna throw her in there Scarlett Johansson seen her in a lot of stuff like both as Black Widow has some questionable moments in there but overall did very great as that character and in like I'm gonna quote Marriage Story again she was so good in that movie big fan of hers Big Emma Stone guy too. Like I think she's mm-hmm. good and like um, super bad and crazy stupid love. A few other of those kind of movies. I was debating drafting her as well. I'll Me put too. in um yeah. like new favorite would be like Zendaya would be in there because I see her as only getting better too. She's really coming into her own as an actress through euphoria and all these new movies that she's been in. She's only gotten better in the Spider-Man movies too. So I'll throw her in there and I'll put in Julia Louis-Dreyfus, honestly. Nice. That's yeah, oh, top she's five. So talented. Some new yeah. school and some old school. Good list. Yeah. You should watch the Scarlett Johansson one under the skin. It's like an art house film and she plays like an alien, Eric. It's in a human body. Like it's crazy. Okay. Like you've never seen a Scarlett Johansson movie like this. Okay. Under the skin. Under the skin. Yeah, it's like it's gnarly. You, it's a very unique. It's a movie where even if you didn't like it, Eric, you've seen a super unique movie and you'll never forget it. So it's worth watching for that reason alone. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'll Solid check it list out for sure. Yeah. Zano, good list, Matt. Um. So yeah, this was super fun to do, Matt. Uh, again, great lists. First of all, for the actors and actresses, and then great draft with your actors and actresses. 
Hopefully, one day someone can make these movies happen. If someone out there is listening, casting company, production crew, whatever. Some gold right here. So, this is really fun. Let us know what you thought of our list too. If you're interested in, in letting us know like if there's one list you preferred. If there's one that you said like, oh, maybe I would have swapped these characters here and there. Like make a combo of both of our lists. No wrong answers, but I think we both did great. So, Matt, any final notes for the listeners? No, this was, yeah, thanks everybody for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, yeah, and everybody, like, stay safe out there. And freaking summer, spring's right around the corner, so it's gonna, I'm pumped, and I hope you are too. Yep, same here. So, yeah, thanks a lot, everybody, for listening. Stay tuned for episodes dropping every two Mondays. Continue to stay safe. Love you all, and, yeah, 